Hey besties, welcome back or to the public private story, the place where I share my inner thoughts and feelings with people who care enough to listen. And it is now 2023. And personally, I thought that I would struggle with saying that, but it kind of rolls off the tongue, unexpectedly at least. I know some people are kind of stuck in 2022, and some people are in that new year, new me mentality, which I think both are kind of flawed, low key, high key, in all of the keys. I'm personally trying to move on in 2023, and I'm not going about it the usual way with New Year's resolutions or a plan like I would usually do, and it's kind of hurting me that I'm not doing it with a plan, but at the same time, the lack of a plan is kind of freeing, and I don't have to stick myself to a cookie-cutter procedure, and I'm kind of free, as I said. And I hope a lot of people are feeling free and not restricted and not stressed and not overwhelmed because those are bad feelings. And who wants to feel bad? I hope everybody's feeling great. And one way that people feel great is by moving on. And we're going through a transition now. It's not 2022 anymore. It's 2023, as I said, as you guys know. And the fact that it's January is such a weird feeling. Januaries don't usually go well for me because, like I said, new transition letting go moving on and i struggle with change but i think i'm learning or teaching myself to learn how to not struggle with change so it's a bit easier and i feel like a lot of people need that and a good way to do that at least for me is through music because whatever music i listen to it's usually some sort of reflection of my mood and i've been trying to find the songs that match with what i'm going through listening to them to help me move on and cope and deal and i made one playlist because i'm trying to let go of one person one aspect of my life in particular and i'm struggling pretty badly but at the same time i'm learning it's a learning experience and i thought i would like to share that experience with my listeners so i hope you guys enjoy this episode about songs for separation and i will be linking the playlist in the description just in case you guys are interested in listening to the playlist for yourselves because although i'll be discussing it in this half of the episode i'll split into two half of the playlist in this one and half of the playlist in a different one but just in case you guys wanted to listen to it for yourselves get a grasp on what i'm saying there i'll link it for you i hope you guys enjoy this episode I ordered this playlist in an order that worked for me, I guess, my healing process and my thought process through it. And the playlist basically consists of the same three artists with something mixing it up a little bit. It consists of music from Sabrina Carpenter, Taylor Swift throughout a bunch of different eras, of course, and then Olivia Rodrigo. And then there's one song by Demi Lovato. And I actually did an episode discussing the song. So so I will probably be linking that episode in the description of this episode so you guys can check that out if you would be interested in my analysis of that song but the playlist basically has just those three artists and then that one demi lovato song the first song i put on it is tornado warnings by sabrina carpenter there's the explicit version and the clean versions but i thought for this playlist it would be best to put all the explicit versions of the songs because it's the raw most authentic way that the artist wanted it so sometimes Explicit words are not necessary, but of course, if that's part of their emotion, they'll put it in there. And then I feel like some clean versions, if they're not replacing the word, sometimes even replacing the word, it doesn't do the song justice. But if they're just replacing the word or blocking it out, you're going to miss a piece of what they meant in that initial, I guess, release of the song. So I think that the explicit version is the authentic version. I prefer that version. But of course, if you're not a person for bad words or you don't like those kind of words or that kind of language, feel free to get the clean version. But I put in the explicit one. 
But the song itself is basically about Sabrina Carpenter or the narrator of the song. It's about her and her relationship with somebody and um they're trying to she's trying to move on but at the same time she's staying with him she's keeping contact with him even though the, her therapist who's advising her not to who's advising her to stay away to try to move on and heal she's still stuck to him and she can't let go and she's like wow i really can't let go and we're going through this cycle of the same thing over and over again staying together when we really shouldn't be so yeah that's like the beginning stages of healing when you're realizing you're aware of the mistakes you're making and how you should be moving on but you're realizing what's keeping you from moving on and you're ignoring it anyway which i'm very guilty of sometimes unfortunately the next song is all too well the 10 minute version from red taylor's version by taylor swift and i've talked about this before because i have a whole episode dedicated to that song which I didn't really go into it like with my personal relation to it because why would I? That was more of like an analysis discussing the song itself, not necessarily what it means to me. But that song is intense and I've been resonating with it for a while now and I guess that's one of the biggest signs that I should have moved on earlier because I've been resonating with it and dealing with it for a long, long time because it's one of my favorite songs by her because the story and the emotion and the inflection and then like the little bitty anecdote she puts it occasionally in that song that are specific to her situation some of them match up with my situation and i really hate that because it's like taylor why are you writing my life in your music and now it's something that is connecting me to you in that song forever because it's an experience i can't let go of and it's like girl what are you doing why are we living the same life of course it happened to her when she was older because i'm only 17 but it's crazy it is crazy how me and taylor should connect and how me and these other artists on this playlist connect because i really feel like they're writing my life because i can relate to almost every line every lyric of their songs and it's like whoa i already did an entire episode describing the song and analyzing it so i'll probably link that episode in the description of this episode but just one of the parts of the song that kind of connects to me the most is probably the bridge because although it's her personal anecdotes and it's her raw emotion of what she went through some of her anecdotes match up with what i have been through as well like the not the fun stuff like the we are again in the middle of the night dance around the kitchen in the refrigerator light like i did not dance around the kitchen with somebody in a refrigerator light having the time of my life that didn't happen but the other stuff like you call me up again just to break me like a promise maybe we got lost in translation maybe i asked for too much like that kind of stuff that was what i lived and the fact that she got like the sister's house let me stop let me stop i'm exposing myself in this episode it's like, why are our lives so similar? So this song is basically just her reflecting on her memories, kind of pondering and wondering, why didn't I pay attention to certain things sooner? That kind of thing. And I guess, yeah, this is like in the earlier stages of healing, right when you're still aware, but no change and no healing has actually happened yet. Way back in 2021, when I did a sour review with one of my friends, I talked about this song because it's favorite crime by olivia rodrigo and i was really obsessed with like the metaphor and the references in this song because she's basically comparing the relationship to committing a crime and if you know the whole olivia background it's basically it's speculated that she dated joshua bassett right but when they were supposed to be dating she was like she was either underage or close to underage but 
he was like a legal adult he was in his 20s and she was in her teens so they were like obviously there was a slight age gap so favorite crime is kind of like oh i hope that out of all the bad things you did whether it was to me or somebody else or actual crimes because getting together like that is illegal i hope i was your favorite crime that you committed because it was illegal for them to be get to be together it's kind of saying like out of all the bad things that you've done including getting together with me dating me even though we have such an age gap and it's kind of illegal i hope i was your favorite crime i hope i our relationship was the worst thing that you've done and well a bad thing that you've done that you don't regret and that you actually enjoyed doing and the whole like the crime references or like i guess yeah crime references throughout where she's talking about how she was his willing accomplice he fled the scene he buried her things like that using her as an alibi i feel like that's a really pretty comparison probably i just the way she sings it maybe like that's a really interesting thing to pick out like you used her as an alibi like an excuse which is interesting to me but she fills the song with a bunch of references like these and it's like wow that's sad that happened to you and it's kind of her once again reflecting on the relationship and thinking about how how they did so much and now it's over i really like this bridge she says it's bittersweet to think about the damage that we do because i was going down but i was doing with the you yeah everything we broke and all the trouble that we made and i say that i hate you with a smile on my face so it's basically like they got into a bunch of stuff they're committing crimes so to say they're being together they're enjoying it but the entire time it doesn't matter that she was doing something bad she loved the time with him because she enjoyed being with him and that's basically what the song's about so that one hits hard sometimes i don't know if this is a controversial opinion but i i really feel it in my soul in my bones in my everything would have could have should have by taylor swift off of her new album midnight's has to be one of the best songs of her entire discography because it is so well written it is so intelligently written and it's definitely like one of the top songs on midnight itself because the way that she wrote this like her brain the way it works it's just so oh my gosh the allusions the references the specific lines like if you get the song you get it and the way that she put it together so amazingly it's just so smooth so smart and i really admire smart songwriting so this song is awesome and then i guess the content itself really resonates because it's it's great oh my gosh okay so the song is called would have could have should have and in the beginning she like talks about the things that she would have done could have done should have done and if it was preventing and then her figurative language used in this song oh my gosh okay okay if you tasted poison you could have spit me out on the first chance if i was some paint did it splatter on a promising grown man this song is about john mayer who dated her when she was like 19 when she was like a kid and he was like 30 something like in his late 30s which is already questionable like bro what are you doing with your life and he was like a successful singer at the time and whatever so why are you going after a child so that's lots of questionableness on his part of course but then the thing with the paint metaphor, like, she says that and then she elevates it with the next line. So she says, if I was some paint, did it splatter on a promising grown man? And if I was a child, did it matter if you got to wash your hands? 
washing his hands of the paint, caught him red-handed with paint on his hands, whatever you want to say about it, that was great. And then she elevated it. As a writer, I really admire when people do stuff like this in their songs, in their poetry, in their writing in general. But I like when I recognize it in music because it's like, whoa, you're a writer too. You're not just singing it, you're writing it. In some cases, you know. It took me a while for me to realize that some singers don't write all their songs. And that was disappointing. But not Taylor, of course. She slayed. Anyways, she does a lot of religion religion references to this. Like, for example, she said, Would have, could have, should have, if you never looked my way, I would have stayed on my knees, like praying, and I damn sure would never would have danced with the, ne- with the devil at 19, and the God's honest truth is that the pain was heaven. Like, these, re- these references? Girl? Like, you're eating it up. And then, oh my gosh, the whole chorus, it's just so, oh my gosh. So, of course, she says that part. And then she says, now that I'm grown, I'm scared of ghosts. Memories feel like weapons. And now that I know, I wish you'd left me wondering. Bro, now that I know, I wish you left me wondering. It's like that time, like you do things impulsively or maybe you take on new opportunities because you're like, if I don't do that, I'll always wonder what could have happened. And she's like, I wonder what could have happened. So I went for it. But now that she knows what happened, she wishes it never happened. She wish she would have just stayed wondering, thinking about it. She says, if you never saved me for boredom, from boredom, I could have gone on as I was. But Lord, you made me feel important and then you tried to erase us. Oh my gosh, girl. But this song is just so well thought out. I probably won't go through the whole song, but it's just so magnificent and intelligently written. And I'm obsessed with it, of course. She calls him a crisis of her faith, bro. And then she repeats the chorus. She says, God, rest my soul. I miss who I used to be. The tomb won't close. Stained glass windows in my mind. I regret you all the time. Bro. 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 That's all I have to say because, oh my gosh. Like, imagine somebody saying that to you. I would be taken aback. I would be like, what? I regret you all the time. To be regretted? It's like, instead of I remember you all the time, or I think about you all the time, it's I regret you. Like, I wish it never happened. And that's basically what she's touching on throughout the entire song. And then she says, I can't let this go. I fight with you in my sleep. The the wound won't close. I keep on waiting for a sign. I regret you all the time. And then the bridge if clarity's in death, then why won't this die? Years of tearing down our banners, you and I. Living for the thrill of hitting you where it hurts. Give me back my girlhood. It was mine first. If you've ever been through something where it's like, you know what, I don't know, I'm not really sure about this. Like in a relationship, for example, if you're like, I don't really know if I like this person. I don't really know if I want to be with them. But you know, I'm going to try anyway. I'll see how it goes because what's the worst that can happen? And then you go through it and then it takes forever for you to let go. And then you're like, I wish it never happened. And then once you're in deep, you're like, I should have never. Why did I let my curiosity get to me? Why did I want so bad for this to happen? And now that it has happened, I really wish it never did. So it's about being very, very regretful of a bad situation, especially if you have experiences with older men or older people in general who tend to take advantage of you. And she talks about those themes in her song. So if you resonate with that, this song is really good for like speaking. Because when it comes to Taylor Swift, at least for me, a lot of her songs now, when I was younger, I listened to them and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. I like how it sounds. But now I like how it sounds, of course, because her voice is awesome. And then I'm getting the writing. I'm getting her emotion, her storytelling in her songs. I'm getting the devices she uses to make her story in her songs compelling. I'm getting it on an elevated level and I'm obsessed with it.
I'm obsessed with it. So if you resonate with these kinds of things, I feel like Taylor Swift songs speak for me. Like sometimes I can't put my emotions into words. So I listen to music and music that resonates. Songs like this resonate. This whole playlist resonates. And it's like, how can she capture my feelings so greatly? But it's not even about me, even though it feels like it. It's about her and her experiences. But it resonates so closely with my experiences that it's just, it's glorious. The next song on this playlist is a Sabrina Carpenter song and it's called How Many Things and it's basically it starts off and she's saying like you used a fork once turns out forks are bleeping everywhere there's no hiding from the thought of us I got ways to find you anywhere and that part is just kind of alluding to like when you know somebody when you're friends with somebody when you have a relationship with somebody any sort of relationship it doesn't have to be romantic but when you guys talk about things when they do things you start to be associative or at least that's how I am like there's this parking spot by my house one of my friends parked there once now every time I see that parking spot I think of that person and that happens to me a lot like I associate songs with people I say associate words places objects whatever whatever it has to be like every time I see a jeep I think of my one friend every time I see certain emojis I think of some friends like I'm very associative like if I see somebody and they're doing something then every time I see that thing I'll think of them I'll think of a memory with them or something like that because that's how my mind kind of works it like relates things to other things to be able to fully understand them so that's what she's kind of talking about where it's like you can't escape because once you see something that reminds you of them that's what's gonna that's what you're gonna think about every time you see them or every time you see that thing you're gonna think about them so it's like those objects those things those places are stained with that person's existence with that person's memory but she talks about that in the beginning and she talks about a little bit like specific anecdotes experiences she's had with this person that she's missing and in the core she's like I consider you I'm not trying to it doesn't matter whether or not I want to I can't help it it's a habit your corner in my mind is well established I wonder how many things you think about before you get to me and it's like she's thinking about it's like I'm trying not to think about this person so badly like I'm trying so hard but it's not my fault I really can't stop thinking about them because they're such a big part of me they're such a big part of my head a part of my thoughts and you can't really let go because there are things around you all the time that remind you of them so that's kind of the message and the feeling that she's conveying in this song and then one of my favorite lines is I feel myself falling further down your priorities and I still make excuses for you constantly so like it's like you're feeling like you're not important anymore or that you're putting this person at the top of your list the top of your to-do list managing them thinking about them all the time but they're not thinking about you at all and they don't consider you at all even though you are even though you don't want to and that's basically what she's talking about in this so if you're ever really stuck on a person and you're always thinking about them and you can't seem to let go and you know they're letting go of you and they don't care but it's really hard for you to let go this is definitely that kind of song Next up, I have another Olivia Rodrigo song, and it's called Enough For You off of her album Sour. I really can't wait until Olivia comes out with more music. I'm really excited for it because I really like her songs. And I like them a lot more when they didn't really tell the story of my life or they didn't resonate because they're just like, oh, I'm listening to Olivia. She sounds great. What a well-written song. But now it's like, why are you singing my life right now? Like, it's weird. She talks about all the things that she did to try to make herself better or seem or appear better to the person that she was with and that she really loved, but it was never enough. Like, she tried her hardest to change herself, to adjust, 
to do things that she knew that this person would like because of the things that they demonstrated beforehand but it was never enough like she talks about i wore makeup when we dated because i thought you'd like me more if i look like the other prom kings i know that you loved before tried so hard to be everything that you liked just for you to say that you're not the compliment type so she's doing all of this overworking herself herself to make herself look good or appear nice to this guy and he's not caring because he's not going to compliment her so there's a couple of different parts like that and then oh my gosh she has this one part where it's like i knew from the start this is exactly how you leave you found someone more exciting the next second you were gone and you left me there crying wondering what i did wrong and you always say i'm never satisfied but i don't think that's true because all i ever wanted was to be enough for you so she's putting in all her effort to be enough and he's not really getting that or he thinks that she's not enough and she's he's leaving her without closure for her and she's like struggling with that and then oh my gosh the the bridge the bridge was oh my gosh when i first listened to it i was like whoa olivia and then she says and maybe i'm not i'm just not as interesting as the girls you had before but god you couldn't have cared less about someone who loved you more i'd say you broke my heart but you broke much more than that now i don't want your sympathy i just want myself back whoa 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 well that's not necessarily the bridge actually that's not the bridge but that's like a part that she kind of gets different than the rest of the song but the actual bridge was also intense but that's like a part that was intense for me so the actual bridge is and don't you think i loved you too much to be used and discarded don't you think i loved you too much to think i deserve nothing but don't tell me you're sorry boy feel sorry for yourself because someday i'll be everything to somebody else and she's like you know what right now i feel really bad about this because i was never enough for you but now i know that in the future someday i'll move on and you'll feel sorry for yourself so that she kind of talks about that so you can see her progression throughout the song and it's basically just the feeling of trying to change yourself for somebody and you know it's not going to work but you try anyway and it ends up not working and you feel defeated and they leave you for something that they're seeking rather than what you were providing anyway so if you're into songs like that this song is for you it's really good for the healing process because the healing process like i said it's a process and you start off you're feeling really sorry for yourself you feel really bad and then you continue on and you start to feel better and you're like you know what i will grow from this i'll be okay eventually but i'm gonna let myself feel the feelings right now and that's kind of what this song does when i was younger i used to be really obsessed with taylor swift's song i knew you were trouble because i don't know maybe because it was catchy but when i was like younger when red came out i was in my red era and i would only listen to her songs from red like i knew you were trouble 22 so i was really obsessed with red and i was obsessed with this song like i made my family watch the video with me like 60 times over and over because i was obsessed with the song and i used to like pretend i was in a music video outside my grandma's house and dance to it and i would like throw myself on the ground because you know what she says and you left me on the cold hard ground like i would be like i'm on the ground and then i would be all dramatic and annoying but that song is like when you step into a situation and you know it's bad for you but you do it anyway because you're like you know what what could happen i want to see what's gonna happen then you're like wow i regret this so much it's kind of like what it could have should have in a way because it's like you step in and you're like no thanks well no you step in and you're like yay i'm excited it's great at first but then as time moves on you're like whoa this is really bad i need to stop i need to leave and you really end up regretting it and that's kind of what the song is about 
when driver's license came out initially my life changed you guys should know that because my first ever podcast episode was about driver's license and every year i talk about it well every year since it's been uploaded i talk about it and even that year when it first came out i talked about it a bunch of times it was one of my favorite topics of conversation especially on the podcast because it's like a free environment for me to just talk so you guys have heard a lot about olivia rodrigo and driver's license specifically over the years because it was like a reset for me because back then i didn't really resonate with the lyrics as well as i do now unfortunately but i did appreciate her songwriting and i thought it was like amazing and like completely fresh because i was used to what she wrote for disney or what she sung for disney but this was her authentically her her experiences her memories her lyrics and i was like whoa i love this i love it a lot so i really i really enjoy the song but now unfortunately that song means way too much to me because she literally wrote my life like almost every line and i'm not going to go through all the lines and say the ones that resonate but just know that the bridge is amazing i talked about it and i'll probably link all my driver's license episodes in the description of this episode but olivia rodrigo has showed up so many times on this and the song is really good driver's license is good for moments where it's like you really love somebody and nobody really understood the relationship except for you guys and now that it's over you don't know what to do you just keep thinking about them and wish that they were there you keep wishing that things didn't change and you don't understand how they can move on so fast without you being there and those are kind of the things that the song encapsulates and it resonates a little too hard but if you're going through something like that, that song is definitely for you and you, you should take a listen. But I'm sure you've listened to it at least once or heard it somewhere because the song was really popular. It was number one for a while when it was first released.